0: everyone, welcome to another episode and on today's podcast I want to talk about Nike. Just do it. I mean that as a slogan just has to be one of the most important slogans that you could probably ever pay attention to. I put together a TikTok video earlier, which was documenting kind of where I came from. And it just kind of reminded me of all of the feelings that I had when I was engaging in that first unit, when I was taking the plunge, the leap of faith, you know, coming out of the job and really going for it. All those scary feelings that we all come across from time to time when we're on this entrepreneurial journey. Just before we dive in, I do want to remind everyone that we are sponsored by IPRAC, the Global Short-Term Rental Certification, and Room22PropertyClub.com. If you haven't checked any of those out, then I would encourage you to go over and get some. And uh, I know fine well, Room22PropertyClub.com right now has a £1 trial for 30 days. Get involved, get involved in the community. It's amazing over there. So... I started with £3,000. I worked my ass off for many years and uh, don't get me wrong, I was in an okay position, but I was working 70 hours a week. I uh, wasn't terribly interested in what I was doing anymore and I just felt like I was a bit trapped and wanted to get out. I had grafted hard and really didn't have that much cash to show for it and I think that is probably one of the... Biggest problems with jobs, um, you know, government, jobs, limitations, everything like that take a, a lot of it out of you and leave you with very little at the end of the month. And uh, But I'd managed to pluck up three grand. So with that three grand, I thought, I'm going to do this. I uh, got myself educated. I didn't pay for any education. I was very much self-taught. I listened to a lot of podcasts read a lot of books, jumped on a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, I do feel like I have the ability to soak up content when I'm massively interested in something. So I can, you know, quite easily do five, six, seven hours a day around everything else that I was doing. I decided to get up early, change a few habits, and uh, that was certainly playing out for me. But the decision to just do it, it, it it's its just one of the biggest things. You know, you, you're going to – it puts so many people off and it really frustrates me when I – can't seem to get somebody to move forward. I can't seem to get somebody to just take that leap of faith into the unknown. The thing is, when you surround yourself with people that have already done it and they're telling you to do it, you're not really taking the leap of faith into the unknown. You're actually taking the leap of faith into the known for them and they're telling you to do it. So therefore, it's not the unknown for you, although you've still not experienced it. You are there. You are getting supported. You're getting backed. And that's where a community or a franchise, you know, network like like we've got for our Luke's Days franchises or uh, a mentor or somebody like that can really support you on your journey and maybe just get you over the line. Had I not taken that £3,000 leap of faith, where would I be right now? You know, that's the million dollar question. But you know what? I did. I did it. I just did it. I just thought, you know what? What have I actually got to lose here? What's the worst case scenario? All right, I lose my three grand. Well, I've been able to save three grand before, so I can do it again. So, what have I got to lose here? You know, it's not like I'm dumping quarter million or half a million pounds into something that I've taken 10 years to build, and there's probably, you know, a, a lesser chance of quickly getting that money back. You know, we're talking about you know, a month's salary for most, just, you know, one month, okay, I've blown it, I start again, I go for another month, I earn my money back, I save a bit, you know, six months later, I might have that money back in the bank, and we go again with a, you know, more powerful uh, understanding of what's going to happen, lessons learned from the pain, etc. However, it's not like we're starting a brand new business with no proven track record. Rental arbitrage, Airbnb, Booking.com, Businesses like mine, Luke Stage, Luke Capital Group, businesses like um, you know, many of my friends who are operating in this industry all over the world work. They're all making money out of this game. You only have to go on TikTok or YouTube to see people of all ages from every single area of the world making money on Airbnb using rental arbitrage. You can get going very easily. Whilst I wage a war against Airbnb because I feel like they treat the host like shit. You can use them as a platform to get yourself started without much investment. At the end of the day, you only pay for bookings when you get them. As you develop and as you grow, as you've heard on my previous podcast, you want to be investing in SEO technology. You want to be investing in your own direct booking strategies, etc. But for now, you can find a property, you can list it on Airbnb, and you're away. The battle is just doing it. The battle is getting yourself out of your own way and being able to take that leap of faith and do it. And I would encourage any of you sat in a position right now to do it. Some quick tips, if you just want to double, double, double check, AirDNA, whilst you have to pay for it, you'll probably get 15 to 20 free searches. You can use AirDNA to quickly find out if a market is going to work or not. You can see what the seasonality price fluctuations are going to be. You can back that up with, just looking on Airbnb, looking around Google Maps, seeing what hotels are operating, seeing what nightly rates they're offering, working out roughly, okay, if I'm occupied for 15 days a month, do I break even? If I'm occupied for 20 days a month, how much profit do I make? And then, you know, if if you can make properties work at a break-even point around the sort of 13 to 16 day mark, then I, w- I would take a chance on that. I really would. I think you're in a good area and you're more than likely going to make some good money out of it. So then it just comes down to how you operate, it, ha- have you got the time, have you got you know, the income, or are you just going to pass off on to a management company? And if you are going to do that, that's fine, but do the numbers then still work? No, fine, well, you've got to pay their commission and obviously you've got to you know, uh, have, incur a few more costs. So it's all uh, about your own circumstances, your own situation. But listen, if you want to be successful, no one's going to give you on a plate. No one's going to tell you, you know, and, and, and push you and, and, and get you out there and drive you hard. You're going to have to do it all. You've got to build the business. And I'm in a very fortunate position now. I've got an amazing team behind me and uh, spread across the world. They're all doing great things. They all keep the business ticking on the front end, the back end, and every bit of the business, which allows me more freedom and more time back to do things that I want to do, uh, shoot these podcasts, record videos, help people, etc. However, I was in the trenches at the beginning. I had to get it going. I had to fathom that all out. I had to put all the systems and processes together. And more importantly, every single day, I still have to just do it. I still get asked for questions. Can we take this property on? Do you want to invest here? You know, As we're currently discussing right now this podcast, we're currently negotiating on 15 units in South Africa on a rental arbitrage deal. A market that we have nothing in, a market that I've got no experience in, However, the confidence of going over to Dubai has given me the experience to explore global markets further. My only hesitation right now is I feel like I don't want to transfer money somewhere that I don't really know where it's going. So it might have to be a case of, okay, I'll jump on a plane and go. However, just do it. you know. And if everything stacks, I will just do it because I'll take a chance. What's the worst? Okay, it might not work out. How do we get out? What's the penalties? Et cetera, et cetera. They're all the things that I'll weigh up, and then I'll make a calculated risk decision On whether we're going to do it or not. But, you know, that comes with experience. So just whether you're at the start or whether you're at the the middle or, or towards the end, doesn't matter how many units, how many deals you've done, you still have that element of hesitation of is this going to work, is this going to cost me money, am I going to make money, am I going to lose money? There's always going to be that person sat on the shoulder, but you need to turn the other person on who says, you know what, we've done the data analysis, the gut feeling says, yes, let's do it, and you go after it. And that is how you start to change your life decision after decision, after decision, one at a time, followed by the other, followed by the other. Get after it. As always, please like, share, subscribe, and show me some love, and uh, thank you very much for your support so far. I really do genuinely appreciate it.